Welcome back to the Diamonds a Dozen podcast, where we navigate through life's pains, pressures, and processes. I'm your host, Delsha Stewart. Thank you for tuning in today. You are now tuned in to episode 11, I Came Out Part 2. Last episode, I talked about how I broke familial patterns and norms, how I came out of religion and how I came out of the Divine Nine, also known as your Black Greek letter organizations, the fraternities and sororities. And I want to go in a little bit deeper about the sorority and fraternity life, the Divine Nine and what my process entailed and coming out of it. But first, I want to talk about how we should be walking and living in the light of Christ. This is going to be very key for this episode. I'm going to begin by reading Ephesians chapter 5, verses 5 through 14. And it reads, you can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have the light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Verse 10, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake! O sleeper, rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light. And I talked about how last episode, these organizations portray that they are the source of light, not that Christ is the source of light. And Satan masquerades around as an angel of light when he's full of darkness. And that's what these organizations do. And once you take these oaths and make these pledges and all of the secret rituals and the initiation process, the culmination of that is the new member presentation or the coming out show. But I want to hone in on one label that they label this and it's called a probate show. And the word probate stood out to me and I'm like, probate, probate is a legal process that reviews assets of a deceased person. So probate deals with a deceased person and all of the things that belong to them, everything that they own. And then they begin to assess those things so that they can transfer it to living people. And that's important. It seems like words are so important because Satan is cunning 
and he's very, he can be very subtle, but if God gave me life and life more abundantly, and he's telling me to rise up from the dead, then why would I come out through something called a probate show? And oftentimes these organizations allow you to make oaths and covenants to a lifelong commitment, but it's not giving you life. It's unto death. And even still, and you may not know this, but these organizations perform secret rituals when a person dies. You will have, they will have a secret ritual and ceremony at a wake or sometimes even before funerals. And that's not in alignment with scripture anywhere. And if you are not strategically serving Christ and God, then you are inadvertently serving Satan and his kingdom and his agenda. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So why then would I need all of these secret ritual organizations done when I'm not even my physical body may be here, but my spirit is in heaven. God promises eternal life if you live in him. And that's the dangers of these organizations. It presents a false light. It's like if you have your computer open with multiple tabs and one of the tabs is minimized, that tab is still running in the background. So that tab that runs in the background is demonic. And then the top tab is appearing as light. And that's what happens in these organizations. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 23 says, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you from being king. And this verse is talking about how Saul was rejected as king and David was elevated as king because Saul disobeyed the word of God. He was in rebellion and he sought out a medium instead of inquiring of the Lord what he should do and what his will does. Why is this important? Mediums are people who act as a liaison to communicate with the dead on behalf of the living, allegedly. But in reality, what they are doing is they are contacting demonic powers, they are contacting demons, and these demons give them information and convince them that they are familiar and that their information can be trusted and believed. Familiar spirits are under the control and influence of Satan himself and they spread lies and deceit and they do it in order to circumvent the kingdom of God. Rebellion is to know what God's desires are, to know what his word and the truth is and do the opposite. Rebellion is disobeying God. And rebellion isn't always overt. Sometimes it's subtle. Partial obedience is still full rebellion. Witchcraft allows forces of darkness. Witchcraft is an open door to familiar spirits. And you don't have to have a medium to do it. Oftentimes in these organizations with the rituals, the covenants that are made, the idolatry that is displayed, the bowing beneath the shield, all of these different things allows access 
from the enemy. You're, it's an open door to your soul. Your soul has many chambers. It's like a, a maze. There are doors. Some of them are trap doors if you're not careful. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 10 through 12 says, let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or casts spells, or who is a medium or a spiritist or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. So if you are engaged in witchcraft, you are detestable in the sight of the Lord, but there's grace and there is a chance for repentance. You can come out of these things, but to know the truth and resist it, to know the truth and not come into alignment with it is to rebel against God. And that is the sin of witchcraft. It's not just flying around on broomsticks and having cauldrons and casting spells. No, to disobey the word of God, to violate his scriptures and his principles, to deviate from his nature and his likeness is to be into rebellion. And light and darkness cannot dwell together. That's the dangers of these organizations. People think that they're really walking in light when there is darkness and demonic covenants attached to it. You can come out of it, but you have to repent. You have to be willing to humble yourself. You have to be open to the truth. You have to be open to the spirit of God. You have to be open to renewing your mind with the word. Because God resists the proud. So if you're resistant to truth, you won't be able to receive what God has for you. you. The Bible says who the sun sets free is free indeed. And if you want liberality, you have to pursue it. You have to ask God to show you the truth. He the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. So if you're in one of these organizations and you've on, you've been on the fence, like, I don't know if I should do this, do it. Live for God, live for righteousness, live in holiness, because that's what he wants for you. He doesn't want you to worship the things of this world. He doesn't want you to go astray. He doesn't want you to lead other people astray. God is after generations. And I remember when I was in the process of renouncing and coming out of agreement with covenants and asking my name to be blotted out of the book and for the Lord to put my name in the Lamb's book of life and asking him to tear down demonic altars and to take my name off of the altars of the sororities. I was met with resistance. I was met with opposition. I was met with demonic manifestations in the earth. And it was to the point that the enemy wanted to make me believe that I was crazy. One day I went outside and my car was covered in grasshoppers. One day I was driving and I got out of the car and a swarm of bees chased me out of nowhere. And there was no hive. I wasn't by any trees. I was in a parking lot. One night, it was about 1130. I had to go and run and grab something out of my trunk. And there was a coral snake curled up on the welcome mat. And I was like, God, what is this? And the Lord took me to 
the story of Moses in Exodus and all of the exploits the deliverer was called to do. And he went before Pharaoh and Pharaoh's sorcerers and music and magicians. And the Lord told him to lay down his staff and the staff turned into the snake. And then Pharaoh's magicians, they laid down their snakes, but Moses's snake ate up their snakes. And then Moses used his staff and turned the river into blood. And then the magicians turned water red, but it wasn't the blood. And what God was beginning to show me was that his power, God's power, outranks the power of the enemy. God has all power and we have the same power in us. And weapons may form, but they will not prosper. And what the enemy was attempting to do with all of these insects and snakes and all of that was one, to make me think that I wasn't in my right mind, but two, he wanted to invoke fear. Why? Because fear causes paralysis. Fear causes you not to move. Fear causes you not to speak. Fear causes you to shut down and to shrink back. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God wants you to be bold, to declare the his works and his goodness and his character and his nature. And I had to rise up and speak against those things. And I had to be brave and bold and declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, no matter what was coming at me. And here I am today explaining to you all how to come out. And so if you're in one of these organizations and you've been on the fence, this is your confirmation. Choose ye this day who you're going to serve. Know that light, light and darkness cannot dwell together. You can't have both. You, you can't have two masters. You have to choose to walk in holiness, to walk in righteousness, to walk in the fullness of God, to be assured and affirmed in your true identity and your calling and purpose and not in a false identity and reality created in these organizations. And I know you see it. You see the good, you see the community service, you see the brotherhood and sisterhood, you see it on HBCU campuses and the culture, and you see it in the what is considered the black middle class, and you see it in religious settings and religious organizations. In some churches, they have Greek unity days, and you see it on a different world, and you see it on Netflix, on All American Homecoming, and it looks enticing, but that's the thing familiar spirits and seducing spirits are drawing people to these organizations. Oh, it's familiar because I've seen it before. I've seen it and all these things. I've seen it in my family. I've seen it on, on, on the campuses of, of colleges, but I'm telling you, it's not what it appears to be. And that's what Satan wants for people to be deceived. But to know the truth and not obey is to be in witchcraft and to be in rebellion. And I'm going to be obedient because I did not release this last episode, but I'm going to this episode. There is a Delta who is going to listen to this. Your child is suffering from severe insomnia, nightmares, and night terrors. And you do not know why 
You're like, God, I play soaking music in this atmosphere. I've prayed, but the spirit of God is saying you need to get rid of the accursed things and you have a entertainment system and a mantle and you have elephants lined up from biggest to small and there is a black and gray marble elephant that demonic powers have attached themselves to and that's why your daughter is open to the spirit of witchcraft and the spirit of torment you need to cleanse your atmosphere renounce and repent come out of agreement and walk into your true authority and identity. Get rid of the accursed things so that the peace of God can dwell in your atmosphere, not just visitations and in and out of presence, but no, let your atmosphere be a place of inhabitation for the spirit of God. Close the doors to witchcraft in your life and in the life of your seed. Your, your, your child is very sensitive in the realm of the spirit. And that spirit of torment is able to access her because you have not closed the door. There's an AKA that's going to listen to this podcast. And you joined the organization because you're, you were an only child and you always wanted siblings and you thought this was the thing to do, but you know better now. You know the truth. You preach the gospel. You know that light and dark can't dwell together. You know by the spirit that something was off and you didn't know why. Now you know the truth. Come out and repent. Know that God has adopted you into the body of Christ of believers. You have brothers and sisters galore. It does not have to be in this organization. There's also an AKA that the spirit of witchcraft has allowed the spirit of infirmity to come in and attach itself to you. You've been going to the doctor month after month with sicknesses, with illnesses, with symptoms, and the doctors can never find anything wrong. That's witchcraft hiding. It's very subtle. Come out of agreement with the oaths and the pledges that you've made. Renounce and repent and allow Jehovah Rapha to heal you. Allow him to release the healing balm over you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Allow him to wash over your mind with the word. Open your heart to receive the spirit of truth. Allow the scales to fall from your eyes and allow your ears to be inclined to his heart because this isn't just for you, it's for your family as well. And there's a couple, an alpha and a delta. You've experienced several miscarriages and you believe that you're infertile. But that's not the truth. The spirit of witchcraft isn't at play because you were both open to it. Renounce the organization's repent. The word of the Lord over your covenant is to be fruitful and multiply. And you will see the fruit of it once you renounce and repent. That's all I have for this episode. Thank you for tuning in today.
If you have any topics that you would like discussed, please send a direct message to the Diamonds a Dozen podcast on Instagram, or you can send an email to Diamonds a Dozen podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in today. See you next time.